I'll come back. 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 No, I did, I, I did see this movie recently, but I may completely fuck up like the tune, but it, it'll be fine. Ooh. Oh God. <sighs> oh my God, I have blisters on my fingers. It's gonna be <laughs> shitty. Wait, what were you doing? <laughs> What were you doing? Yeah, what were you doing? I am not a liberty to say what pencil and I have been doing. So it was things you would not even She just you. yelled at me about something. So priest, answer me this. What? Oh god. Did you dip in the fried chicken? No, I did what? not do a fried chicken dip. <laughs> do I want to even know? I, I have a bunch of fucking <laughs> visuals now, and I'm trying to determine which one is correct. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> With the whole Hi, chicken? My name's Will Ziak. Yeah, I did. I did. I drew a picture of Priest and Pencil's avatars, and Pencil was beating Priest with a drumstick. Oh. Screaming, this does not go up my badge. Did she give Did she give you the old spicy keychain? <laughs> the old spicy keychain. What the she, fuck is wrong with she you? She changed. She changed. Ah, <laughs> uh, Dominic, you rat. You weren't using the oven to heat baked cookies. You were using it to make, to heat my keys up and give me the old spicy keychain. How dare you? <laughs> how, how could you give your old brother your old brother your old spicy keychain, Dominic? It's wrong. Beware. I am I'm good. <laughs> okay. Ready. Pencil's back now. What do we do? We're talking about the spicy. We, <coughs> we were, you were talking about this. Yeah, we, were ta we were talking if you gave him the old spicy keychain. Okay, I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know the old spicy keychain. This is great. We can we can show her. Five. I don't four, know. Three, two, one. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the barcast where the bar gets lower every single week. Your bartenders for this evening will be a non-pencil. I don't know what a spicy keychain is. Enigmatic Otaku. I'm coming to you live from McDonald's. Flam what the fuck? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Are you going to talk about horse dicks in the fucking McDonald's? You're going you right to be You're going to be siphoning all the internet just to talk. You realize that you're going to get you're going to get stabbed. You're going to get the old spicy keychain. LA, no one cares. Do you at least have tendies? Yeah, if someone comes over to stop me, I'll unmute myself so you guys can hear. Okay. Yes. Okay, flame and Orfer. Ah, oh, spicy keychains. Hot milk. Uh, keychains. Yes, I was going for something. Ravage. And my name is Flutter what? Priest. Oh. 
And we also have Ravage. I'm sorry. God damn it. I love you. Don't hate me. Right. <laughs> I know. It's okay. <laughs> but we have a very special guest this week. We've been looking forward to having him. We've been looking forward. You guys asked for more film fiction authors, and we thought we'd go to one of the best. And gosh, it delights you to see you, Shakespeare, on the bar cash here after so long. We're all excited to have you on here. So tell us about you through song. I am Shakespeare, please, and I never charge fees. I don't do commissions. I write what I please. No equestrians nearly as manly. I'm perfect, a pure paragon. You can ask any woman or filly. And they'll tell you whose dick they prefer to be on. No one fights like I do. No one <laughs> writes like I do. Collabing fix with my clock fiction crew. They're especially good for masturbating because that's just how I do. When I was a lad, I humped my pillow every morning to get off at least. But now I've been thinking of humping pencil. Tell me, what is that like, Flutter Priest? Fuck off, Shakes. <laughs> no one jokes like I do or provokes like I do. Tonight on the Barcast here with all of you. It's my birthday, so let's all get celebrating. Follow me, please. I'm Shakespeare, please. And just like that, I was asked to leave. <laughs> oh, actual clapping. Actual clapping. That was good. It's nice what to get the clap. You should have seen my face though, Shakes. Like I knew what I know I knew Priest Sly and I look at him, I'm like, should I say it? <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I've heard everything. All right. Well, we got a few basic questions that we always do for everyone out of formality. Uh, we kind of covered the who are you? So let's move on. Um, how did you get into the fandom, Shakes? Um, well, I was actually in the military when I first discovered uh, My Little Pony, which was uh, especially awkward. You know, I mean, when you're in college, that sort of thing's a lot easier to get through. But uh, when you're in the military, that's an extra level of difficulty. So I mostly watched it in secret until I started going to the meetups. And then I was watching the show and I'm like, wow, it would be really great if this pony had sex with that pony. And uh, so then uh, after the wedding episode, I said, all right, I've got to write this. So that's how uh, I got into writing. Awesome. Then what would you say is your favorite part of the fandom per se? You, you've gone to some cons before. We've actually met up before, which is fucking awesome. Uh, what would you consider your favorite part? The online community, fanfics, cons, music? What draws you in and keeps you here? You know, uh, when I uh, first got into the fandom, I really liked the uh, the music that was being made. Um, but uh, then when I found uh, Fan Fiction, which was just this terrific outlet for anyone who was writing fanfics, I said, you know what? This is going to be the thing that gets me to start writing. And and I swear to God, I have never written anything before that wasn't required by school. And uh, so this is the first time I started uh, to write fiction out of choice. And so, I mean, you, and it's great because you can see my entire uh, progression of talent going from beginning to end, just looking through my library. Yeah, I think a lot of people kind of see themselves grow over time through just creating more stuff. The next question is, if there's one thing you could say to your followers or fans, or even your haters, what would it be? May your life be as pleasant as you are. Aww. What if you know, you're an asshole, though? 
then it he works did. both ways, don't yep, it? Yep, he did not hey. stutter. You know, <laughs> speaking, speaking of seeing grow, you know, when I read your story, Shakespeare, please, I... And he was never heard from again. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, let's get political. Let's get derisive. That's not the correct usage of that word. No. Who is best pony? Trixie. You know, I like your taste. You yes. son of a bitch. All right. No, no, Trixie was my first favorite a long, long time ago, and um, and we'll and we'll get into that a little bit later, I'm sure. She got excellent stories, though. That'll say. Mm -hmm. I find it interesting that a lot of your stories have to do with incest, and yet you've picked a pony with no siblings. Ah, but she does have a dad, does she not? Oh, fuck. I didn't, I didn't even think yes, about that. Yes, she does. Say, she does. There, right. there are a few stories on that, if I remember correctly. Trixie, it's on the jackpot. Pencil slap priest. No! I like him! Stop that! Don't hurt yourself! <laughs> Besides, she slaps him other ways. That's true. Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> slap him with the fried chicken. <laughs> Give him the on? old spicy keychain. Oh my god, let's move on! Alice <laughs> underscore now has questions to you, Shakes. We Question number to. one. Why do you want to put the button on the menu? <laughs> <laughs> what? Now, no, I'm sure, I'm sure no. there's a reference here that I'm not um, getting, but I would that's... rather put button on cream heart. So I'm going to explain something really quick. I'm really angry because Alex didn't know the, con the, the context of this, and I guess he just asked it to see what you'd do. Um, Priest and I were up way too late in the evening, and we decided to take song lyrics and translate them a, bu a bunch of times through Google Translate, just like a whole bunch, and we decided to do it with Chop Suey. And it, it's just things like get up, you know, it, it goes on like, and then it just gets into, what was the lyric it was supposed to be? Oh, I know how why the you put the keys up on the table. Yeah. Song. It was why you leave the key, keys up on the table, and instead it translates to two, why do you want to put the button on the menu? And I don't know why, but we couldn't handle it. And he posted on Twitter, and apparently now you need to know about this, Shakes. So thank you, Alex, for that, I guess. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah, so I would rather put button on Creamheart, which apparently is the uh, uh, fan and name for uh, Button Mash's mom. Cream, cream of uh, button, then? Cream, cream heart, yeah, cream of button. Excellent. What, wasn't her fandom name uh, Mulatto or something like that? Mulatto? What the fuck? Yeah, no, no, no. What? what? Like the cookie. <laughs> like the cookie. Okay. okay, he can say that. <laughs> it's not racist because he's brown. <laughs> we can't come back from this. Yeah, we can't come back from this. Number two. Way, you totally forgot to tell the chat that I'd be watching. You forgot to tell the chat that what the drinking word is. You forgot to tell the chat the rules. Oh. It's okay, chat... Freeze. I understand. You were too excited. I'm excited, too. I am full masked right now. <laughs> oh, you think you're excited? Look at these nipples. Priest, did you just say that you're full masked? I didn't know you were religious. <laughs> My name is Priest! This <laughs> is <laughs> um, Chat, don't be political. Don't don't ask where Shakes really lives. Don't don't be a dick. Um, well, you can ask about his dick, I guess, if you want to. Uh, also, the I'm gonna tell you anyway. Oh. Oh. Oh my. Um, oh my. Well, okay. If we say incest, drink. If he says incest, drink lots. I guess go for it. Incest. Mm -hmm. it, I I yeah, incest yeah. you drink. 
Question number two. Wasps. Yes or no? Fuck wasps, dude. Like, I, here's the thing. Like, I have a friend of mine at work who actually keeps bees, and bees are great. Yeah. Wasps have no place in this ecosystem. We could eradicate them from the earth, and the earth would not do any worse for being without them. Fuck wasps. I think we need them to release them at people we hate. Actually, Shakespeare clearly has a point. Wasps are like the bee equivalent of Fallout Raiders. What if we weaponize wasps? Haven't we? Aren't they already weaponized? Really? Are, are nuclear weapons not bad enough? No, no, no. no, no. I, I, I got one better for you. Not just any wasp. Get fucking mud daubers. That oh, way you can put a bunch of Shakespeare, please. If we get nuclear weapons involved, we're going to get cazadors. Do you want cazadors? Because that's how you get cazadors. They're at fucking, you know what? Like, imagine an alternate timeline where the Cold War wasn't with nukes, it was just wasp bombs. I want you to write this, Flam. Uh, write this immediately. <laughs> Don't tempt me. I have too much shit I want on. you to. Anyway, let's let's move on so our guests can answer actual questions. Yes. Number three. How did your last appearance on the Barcast change your life for the better? Um, well, I got uh, Invisible Davis pretty involved, didn't I? In bed? Well, In... no. He freaking he made that whole video for me with the brony call there, and uh, then he did the theme song, which you guys now enjoy. You're welcome. He's our friend. Yeah, he's he's been doing this since before you, my friend. And yeah, you dangus. <laughs> now Number my four. life is better. I'm glad your life is better. Happy birthday! Oh, Thank by the you. way, um, milk. Add birthday to the drinking words, please. Thank you, honey milk. All right. Well, then we uh, we need to do one from when I sang birthday earlier. Oh, that's exactly. another one there too. So two more. Drink. Yep, I'm drinking right now. I am I am at half mast. <laughs> You've gone down? Yeah, my glass. Oh, we're out of orange juice. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. Anyway. Number four. He, go, he goes half masked when someone important dies. Oh. The village. <laughs> Don't get political. <laughs> Number four. The village of Siesta in southern Slovenia was burned during World War II. Uh, could you therefore say burning was incest crime? Oh, drink. That no, is a bad time. You know, you know that. what? Drink. Yep. You, no. Number five. Have you ever let anyone put their pee-pee in your Coriolanus? Coriolanus. It's, it's Coriolanus. Thank Coriolanus. You. Um, it's a Shakespearean play, and he was Roman, so I would assume that there's been a penis in Coriolanus. Probably. And, uh, probably. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. The 2011 remake with Gerard Butler and uh, Ralph uh, Fiennes, I believe is the pronunciation, is fantastic. Very underrated movie. Definitely watch that. Underrated? Do you think it's underrated? No. Well, I don't know. It kind of seems like it was underrated, but it's a One. great movie. My point is it's a great movie. You should definitely go watch it. It won so many awards. Anyway, continue. Well, I mean, I mean like, public. yes. I mean, look, it got awards from critical acclaim and whatnot. But um, it... Um, the public stone. Well, yeah, exactly. It was it wasn't as publicly popular as it really ought to have been. And here's the thing, though: the 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 Shakespearean play of Coriolanus is the basis for like Dances with Wolves, The Last Samurai, even Avatar. And I'm not talking about The Last Stand of Airbender. I'm talking about the Blue Avatar. Oh, that's 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 the same remake of the same story. I was gonna say because the Great Journey was, uh, if I'm remembering my stories right, that was the inspiration for Avatar. Yes. The Great Journey West is that what what that's what it's Jer called? Journey to the West. Okay. It, it's one of the most retold stories along with Pygmalion, like in the history of modern movies, to be honest. 
It's yeah, basically, you have a, a protagonist who is a, is, a, is a great hero among his people. He is uh, shunned by his people, and then he ends up joining the enemy to fight against his own people. It's, it's Dragon Ball Z, but without the power levels. I'm really angry because you're not wrong. Um, we should move <laughs> on. <laughs> All right, our next questions come to Lieutenant Major Dude. Uh, question number one is, thanks for the spike back rub story. Have you ever thought of a third one? Okay, okay. I can see what's happening here. You're face to face with greatness and it's strange. You don't even know how you feel. Well, it's nice to see that bronies never change. Open your eyes, let's begin. Yes, it's really me, Shakespeare, breathe it in. I know it's a lot, the hair, the bud, when you're talking to a writing god. Well, what can I say except you're welcome? For writing you some apple spike. Hey, it's okay, it's okay. You're welcome for not making her a rare dyke. Actually, I think one Disney song is enough for tonight. Yeah, good job. Thank you. you. <laughs> I gotta let it go. Shut the fuck up, Enigma. <laughs> let it go. Stop! Stop! Let stop! Go. Stop! Stop! <laughs> let it go. And uh, no, I'm not planning on writing any more to that story arc. Sorry. Number two. Have you ever kissed a girl? I kissed a girl and I liked it. Have you? Uh, was it a taste of her cherry sapstick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was she right. sweet as cherry pie? Tin Man has a few posts here. Uh, number one, what is your favorite headcanon? My favorite headcanon is that Apple Bloom is actually Applejack's daughter. Ooh. Hmm. Who's 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 the who's the baby daddy? Yep. Who the fuck are you asking? Who do you think it is? Okay, well, you really could, just, you really just can't keep you it, can't keep hey, from hey, incest, can hey, you? It could have been her dad. Come on. You know what? I gotta write that down. You're welcome. That's some Oedipus shit. What can I say? You're welcome. Exactly. Thank you. Wait, when, your, when, your, when your dad knocks you up and then dies, what can I say? But you're welcome. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, why do you think Applejack is so overprotective of Apple Bloom, huh? That feel, when, that feel when her dad isn't dead, he was just sent away in exile for like having sex with his daughter. He got oh, shot yeah, his eyes. Both of their parents dad knocks up daughter dies. <laughs> There you go. Sorry. Number, there you go. You're welcome. Number two. Would you rather bug ponies or gay deer? Bugs, obviously. Thank you. Good. Number three. Bird ponies or the bat ponies? All right. This is a legitimately uh, tough decision, but I got to go with bat ponies. That is something that the show is criminally short of, including Twilight's racist school for not including bat ponies. So why, why, bats, why bats over birds? Um, I just, I feel that, like, look at, we've got Hippogriffs, which I'm sure that uh, Silver Quill is, like, super stoked to have as being canon characters in the show. Uh, but, like, bat ponies are just criminally underrepresented. And there's, like, an entire culture there that we could be exploring. And that's what I think that the show needs more of. But just seriously, though, bat ponies, I mean, do I even need to go on? No, no, of but, course not. But what if they have, what if they have, like, rabies in the form of STDs between them? What? That's not how rabies are passed. Oh, for fuck's sake, mate. <laughs> you should learn the knowledge. Number four. <laughs> do you even crotch boobs? Learn the knowledge. No crotch boobs. No, thank you. Fair enough. Number five. 
Why not dragon boobs? All right, let me explain the definition of mammal. Thank, Thank you. you. The definition of mammal is mammaries. It's in the fucking word. Okay. <laughs> I wrote a story about this. I got to use my best joke I've ever written for pony fanfiction in my life over this. I agree. Shakespeare is right. You told that joke to your family. I did, because they wanted to know. They were like, what is your favorite troll moment you've ever done in your fanfiction? I'm like, are you really asking me this? I'm in polite company. Do you really want this for me? <laughs> And it, it was it was my favorite thing because it was um, Ember asking Anon, the plastic surgeon, why she can't have breasts, and him going, well, because you are a lizard, and lizards are not mammals, and they don't have mammaries, and that's why. And her response is, so you're saying it's a reptile dysfunction. Uh, <laughs> I remember I remember this. I fucking I fucking read it read it for you. That was great. That's the greatest I, thing I've I ever lost, I think I lost it at that part, actually. Yeah, that's, that's the best joke I've ever fucking written in my life, and I'm so proud of it. And, and fucking A. Number six. Favorite popular fandom OC? All right. It's so easy for me to say Flufflepuff because that's everybody's favorite. And then going right from there, I do have a plushie of Brownie Bun. But for me, it's got to be Creamheart, which, you know, button mashes mom. That's actually your name? It, yeah, yeah that is her mm -hmm. official fan and, uh, no. name that they have been, the Janimations, Jan Animations released. And uh, just on the subject, that most recent video that they released was just the biggest middle finger to Hasbro after they gave him the cease and desist, and I applaud them for that. That video broke my heart. Oh. Oh, God, True. what video Sorry. did I miss? Game Same Over. Oh. Game Over by Jan, Jan Animations. Watch it. Huh. It'll like if you don't cry, you don't have a soul. Does she get creamed? I mean, you know, like if it was a video by Shakespeare, please, then yeah, she would. But uh, no, it's not by me, so she doesn't get creamed. That's she disappointing. Get, she doesn't get her heart creamed. So, no. I just want to see more stories with incest. <laughs> incest. Can so, you quote? Can, uh, Alex, can you put that on the Twitter quote, please? I just want to see more stories with incest. Flutter Priest, twenty eighteen. Fucking, why would you do this? No. <laughs> so in summary, in summary, Alex, I command you not. <laughs> Make sure it's baby incest. Remember the so. time I sent you a thing? All right. Instead of it having being, instead of it having being a drinking word, we could have it be a consexual. Uh, con con I was going to put that say consexual. 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 Alex, go ahead and add that to the feed as well. Consexual with some ellipses on the side. I'm pretty sure Shakespeare Plays was just saying that, you know, he has a new sexual and he's consexual, which means that every con he has sex. Am I wrong? That is, you are not wrong. Well, there you go. He's consexual. Consexual. I like it. I All right. I actually made a specific Tinder account for when I was at the uh, BronyCon. Did you get any play? Not saying no. Did you get any play from girls? Hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's savage. <laughs> that's savage. Uh, yes, I did. I did. Yay! Next question. How does this make you feel? All right. Well, I, I saw a think box, but when I when when I uh, first saw the image, it was in the the thumbnail version, and I saw I thought it said thick box. Okay, and immediately my <laughs> first thought was to cut a hole in the box, and then step two, put my junk in that box. Now, if Twilight just so happened to be cohabitating that box then uh, she's got nobody to blame but herself. And that's the way you do it. 
I, I love this image. I don't know who did it, but this is beautiful, and I fucking love it. I love her little lower lip. I just, I, I love that picture. I love it. Mm -hmm. the, the way her tail looks like a sparrow's, uh, not a sparrow, just a, a regular bird's uh, tail feathers. I know, and her wings look great, and just, oh! I love it. I love the picture. I love it so much. I like cute. I'm sorry. No, mm -hmm. I don't. Don't ever talk Those eyes either scream death or rape. Shh. No one needs to know. No one needs to know. No, she's taking that Benzo hole. Because <laughs> she, has, she has, she has purple. She doesn't want okay. yellow. All right, blue and yellow. No. Okay. Next question. How does this make you feel from the other other guy? All right. So I'm looking at the stream here, and uh, I was waiting for the other other guy to post something, and I wasn't sure what he was going to post, but this is what he posted, and uh, I'm not a fan of Meaty Bell. Not a fan. I, I would be inclined to agree. By the way, the chat wanted to know your dick size, and I forgot. My dick size? Yeah. Um, depends. Honestly, I mean, like, like I, I get hard, and then there's times when I get like, like hard to the point of it being like it hurts. I think well, that's. I think talking, that's. I think that's most guys. We're talking at max power level. Uh, seven and a half, and that's not bragging. That's just I, I realize I'm above average for a white guy. Seven and a half. That's pretty fly for. For a white, white guy. I thought it, and I'm so mad at you. <sighs> we all thought it. All right. You know, me right here looks like. Meaty Bell here looks like a character Samurai Jack might encounter in his adventures. You know, you're you know, actually not wrong. I'm I was so... trying to think of where I saw something like that, and uh, you, you nailed it. That's exactly where that would be from. Okay, so I... what, we're, what we're finding out is that Enigma's only witty with his references when he's in fucking McDonald's. What the shit is this? I love that, I love that Meaty Bell has a fucking skull on her horn. I thought that was like a keychain or something, but that yeah. looks no, like a right, skull. Right, that's I, just realized, I just realized uh, Meaty Bell's uh, tail was not... Well, I want to say it, but I'm in public. Her tail is actually a dick. Yeah. It's All three right. dicks. Three we of them. She flagellates her enemies with them. We actually have a question from the chat that we're going to call up ahead of time. James Baxter asks, does your dick have a dick? My dick does have a dick, and my dick's dick is bigger than your dick. Sips tea, but that's none of my business. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, next question is from Anon Pony Dashy, who is new to asking questions. Welcome. Can we have them on, please? Welcome to Anon, the show, Anon Pony Dashy. We'll be talking. Yes, Am I missing something? Oh, okay. Yes. They're a big writer, and I want them in my life. What yeah. is a fetish that you have enjoyed, most enjoyed portraying as a writer? What did you enjoy most about writing that fetish? All right, so we're going to go ahead and just skip incest because that's in almost all my stories and it's pretty obvious drink. and also drink up yep all right so after that um i've dabbled in a few other fetishes you know fuda which seems to be pretty prevalent everywhere um some of the more uh, niche ones would be micro unbirthing uh with just a splash of water sports pun intended uh, but i think my favorite one to write um, would be the partial body swap, which I wrote in A Horse Divided. And if you haven't read that story, read that story. Um, the thing I like about it is, um, is that writing allows you to do impossible things that you wouldn't normally be able to do in like visual pornography, uh, as far as like video with like people. Um, so to have Twilight and her brother swap bottom halves and then to experience what it's like to have the lower half of the opposite gender um, it leads to some very funny situations, and it required me to consult with my editor, like, hey, what is it like to have a vagina in this situation? Which led to some very um, awkward conversations that were, you know, awesome, eventually. 
Oh, cool. And uh, just just for the sake of call, was that Midnight Dancer or? No, uh, no. Um, that's uh, my uh, my editor is Shandy Shakes. Oh. Or I think it's just, just Shandy 13. Okay. On, on the site. Well, cool. Props to her then. Then the next question for non-pony Dashi is, what is your favorite story on film fiction not written by you? Okay. That's a good question. Um, I can think of a few. Um, Misshapes by Grimm uh, with two M's, G-R-I-M-M. Misshapes is a great one. Um, it's about Twilight and her dad. And it's a really great take on incest, but it's um, drink. And but the problem is, it's it's well, it's not a problem. It's it deals with it very realistically. Um, the way that that sort of relationship would have an impact on the family, and it's written very well. I seriously, I cannot promote it enough. Um, and in that same vein, uh, Winter's Child, which is a teen-rated story about Twilight, pregnant with a child with a foal from Shining Armor. Uh, which remains incomplete after I think, gosh, oh, four years, and it's still incomplete. And I have begged Softy on Softy eight zero eight eight on my hands and knees. I'm like, please finish the story or let me help you finish it. Um, another one I can think of is like a like fine wine by Sleepless Brony. Mm, I've read that one. Yes, that is fantastic. Like I, I was never that big of a fan of of Sparity with Spike and Rarity. But that story right there, I just I love it. I wish I wrote that. Um, but for something E-rated, I would recommend Tough Little Pony by uh, Isseus, I, I believe is the pronunciation. Um, I-S-S-E-U-S. And it's about um, Discord saying that Rainbow Dash cannot be as brave as Scootaloo. And he says, I will, you know, he says, to prove it, I'll take away your wings. And if you can prove that you're braver than her, then I'll give them back. And just just a fantastic story it's a story that could absolutely be an episode and it would be amazing so definitely read tough little pony all right cool and the next question is what is in your opinion the best story that you have written for fan fiction that is a much harder question um i would say liquid pride 2 once it's finished that is going to be my opus magnum and I'm looking Magnum forward to finishing. Magnum. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Well, yeah, I, I know I get that with uh, English grammar. You want to put the mm. uh, adjective before opus, the noun. Opus, opus, weapon. What? Uh, that was pretty choppy. Yeah. Um, all right. So it says um, um, I've written, which is in the past tense. So I would have to say it's kind of mi a mix between um, under new management or against the wind or Stormageddon, Changeling Spy. Uh, the thing is, like, I have a lot of stories that have really great scenes in them, and I really wish I could combine those great scenes into a single story and call that my greatest. Um, but, I mean, like, I love my stories a lot. Um, there's a few that, um, that I could point at and say, no, don't read that. That wasn't me at my best. Uh, you know, like, <clears throat> Dash's first apartment, definitely don't read that. <clears throat> I was uh, in an altered state when I wrote that, and uh, <laughs> but I'm never I am never one to unpublish stuff. Uh, once it's out there, it's like you know what, forget it. You just gotta you get, if you're gonna make a turd, stand by it. Uh, but I really wish that Stormageddon was more popular than it is because the teen rated story it, it's not it doesn't have sex in it, and I realize that as a cloth author, most of my 
fans are here to read sex. And when you write something that isn't sex, it's not going to be as popular because your fans yeah. aren't watching it. And it sucks because Storm Again is one of those stories that if and when the pony fandom dies down, that would be the one that would actually turn into a real story, just not making it pony, you know? Right. Mm. All right. The next set of questions comes from Niaro, who says, Oh my fucking God, it's Senpai! Uh, next question is, what is your second best incest pairing? Because we all know the first best. All right. Well, I mean, obviously he's talking about Twilight and Shining Armor. Um, and this is, this, I, I would put this into a different category because obviously second best for me would be Twilight, uh, excuse me, Shining and uh, Twilight Velvet. And then it would be Twilight and then Nightlight. But if we're going to get away from the Sparkle family and go to a different category, I realize Applejack and Big Mac is like the next big thing. But for me, that feels really cliche. And I don't even mean like because it's been written about a lot. It's just like, oh, they're, you know, the Southern stereotype. Yeah, of course they would be. And there's way more written about them than Twilight and Shining Armor. Trust me, I've looked. Um, so for me, like, I've never really wanted to write uh, incest fiction centered around them, drink, uh, only because it's just been done to death. And I try to do things that are fairly innovative, unless it's Shining doing Twilight, I will do that into infinity. So for me, it would be Button Mash and Cream Heart, which I have done with uh, Mother Knows Best. So go read that one. Great fucking story. Just saying. Thank you. All right. What is an incest pairing that you haven't done yet that you would like to do? Oh, you know what? I've got a I've got a whole to do list, and uh, I've got this uh, story called um, "I Accidentally My," and it's going to be a series of short stories with a bunch of pairings uh, under the premise that a lot of the ponies in uh, Equestria are adopted and they don't realize it, and so they end up mistakenly having sex with their siblings wow yeah so uh so let me just think off the top of my head uh, i would have uh lightning dust and zephyr breeze oh awesome. right oh, think oh, about boy. it think about it all right um shining armor and vinyl scratch which i kind of already done but not in this context okay i can see it all right right all right so um and then uh sunset shimmer and sunburst I can see it. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a few more. I, I've got them all written down somewhere. I don't have the notes in front of me, but you get the idea. So it's just a whole series of those, and it's going to be hot as fuck. So just wait for that in, like, 2019 sometime. And I'm guessing your criteria is that you're judging them based off the color of their fur. No. That's silly. That sounded like a racist thing, but for horses. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, why am I even thinking about incest right now? Is the next question. How are because you? you were breastfed until you were six. Oh. Wow. <laughs> that was a clap. Back. That's my excuse. Wow. RK Striker JK5 now has questions. I can't remember if I asked you this last time. So, what are your two favorite non MLSP franchises? Um, I would definitely say Star Wars. I was a Star Wars fan before anything else, which is why, like, when uh, Carrie Fisher died, I was just devastated. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I've, I've, like, worked at my job, like, with a fever of, like, 102 and just pushed through it. But, like, when Carrie Fisher died, I, like, put down my tools and said, I got to fucking leave. I was not okay when that happened. Like, I really thought that we were going to be able to get through 2016 without it taking 
one last life, but you know what? Hashtag fuck 2016. That year sucked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember it was rough for you. Was, yeah, was it 2016 or 2017 that had the day after Christmas? And I'm like, motherfucker, we had four days left and you couldn't fucking let Carrie Fisher go. Fuck you. Yeah. 20. I've never hated a concept of a number so badly. Then her mother fucking dies of a broken heart later too. So yeah, yeah. I was trying to remember which year, like where we lost the most, all like the actors. Oh my god! I'm trying to remember which one it was. It was 2016 or 2017 that they just started dropping. 2016. It was 2016. It was. Oh my gosh! And then they they took Chester from us. And and here's the thing, like, like Carrie Fisher was like my first crush that I ever had, and I remember like watching Star Wars when I was a kid, and. I just I watched the first movie like forever, like on repeat, like a hundred times. And finally, my dad was like, "Hey, you know, there's like two more movies, right? Star Wars movies." And I was just like, "What?" And so I discovered the original trilogy, got really into that for a long, long time, and and just like with uh, Return of the Jedi, she was wearing that Slave Leia outfit, and I was just like, "Oh, this is what puberty is." And, <laughs> and, and and here's the thing though like when i when i finally got to the age where i was able to like you know be an independent a grown-ass adult and go to conventions and things like that i said if i ever meet carrie fisher in person i am gonna just kiss her on the mouth and go to jail for it mm-hmm. that's what i that's what i wanted to do and then like she died and i never had a chance to meet her and to my to my grave that'll be my biggest regret i mean i've got a shovel so you never had a chance to make her uncomfortable Wait. Look at priest. I appreciate the sentiment, but she was cremated. Hey, hey now. We can hey go now. swimming. What? I, 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 I got her ashes in the ocean. Uh, whatever. No, cremate. Yeah, no, you set them on fire. God. You turn them in ashes. They could have put them anywhere. They could have accidentally spilled on the floor and someone vacuumed them up. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Let's go for the last, the last one. time. For the last time, someone finally sucked Carrie Fisher's dick. Next question. I think, I think you you have said some things that have like bothered me before, but this is the first time I've actually been angry. You have besmirched <laughs> Carrie Fisher's. So, so you don't want to make you don't want to make out with that you know filled up vacuum bag. I fucking <laughs> would. That's not the point. Chase, now you know how I feel every day. Oh God bless you. You are a saint, lady. Thank you are you. a saint. Thank you. I'm really not, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question is, have you done any fan-related work for non-MLP franchises? Uh, no, I have not. Uh, like I said, um, My Little Plane was the first uh, uh, community to get me into writing at all. And before that, I, ne- I never did any um, any writing. Although, I have to say, the very first thing I ever did for uh, My Little Pony in the fandom was in 4chan. I used to do some like image editing to create memes. Hey, like Texas. Yeah, and um, I don't have the link here, but um, I actually coined the phrase brony back in 2010. Uh, someone asked me, someone sent me a picture of Spike in a screen cap. And uh, so he said, uh, hey, can you put a picture, uh, a text of saying, for Spike saying, hey, I run this shit, right? And I put it there and it says, thanks, pony bro. And I'm like, I'm like, are you sure you don't mean brony? And he's like, oh, dude, that, that's too good for me to not use. And apparently everyone decided to start using it. All right. Next question is, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, to see them driven before you, <laughs> and to hear the lamentations of their women. I like that. References. 
Next question. To, to crush on your sister, see them dripping before you, and hear the yeah. lactation of your mother. How, how does lactation sound, honey? Get, give, give me an example. You ever got a bag? You, Priest. I didn't ask you, Priest. You ever got a bag of milk and you just started, you know, squishing the bag? No, because I'm, I'm a real person. I don't buy bag milk in fucking Canada. Stop it! She already has somebody squishing her milk bags. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh is a testament of truth. They've never produced milk in their lives, I suppose. So if they did, would it be uh, the McDonald's, uh, what was that sauce you ate? Oh, ranch. Why would I what the ever... fuck are you actually talking about? He's in McDonald's that. and he's like, he's been breathing too much of the oxygen they pump in there. Pencil doesn't make meme sauce. I do not produce memes. No, no. I did it for the Szechuan sauce, Morty. <laughs> All right. Tony Montana has questions. Why is incest wincest? And we drink. All right, hold on. I actually had a, a fan of mine write a poem about this. Let me just pull up my profile real quick where you can all read along with me. Here we go. <clears throat> the truth is that the best of us love all things incestuous. Sisters are best when they've been groped by brothers with whom they've eloped. Aunties, uncles, born united, and family familial bonds excited. Mothers, sons, dads, and daughters, who's, who let love flow like cool, clear waters. Cousins sometimes, though, as you move farther down the tree, you'll find proved it's not as fun as DNA that's cuddled closest in every way by lavender drop, raindrops. Aww. How sweet. Next That's question. Why. Next question is, what other fetishes have you considered writing? You know what? I don't have any uh, planned. Um, all, all the uh, fetishes I list, uh, listed before um, I have written about, and I will probably write again. Um, so any that I haven't already done, I don't have any plans to write. But you know, feel free to PM me and uh, send me a story suggestion, and I will consider it. I don't do commissions, but if you send me a suggestion and I like it enough, I might just write it in like... A year and a half. <laughs> Gotta love a timeline. Here's a, here's a request. I don't know. I have a I have an active to do list on my story list, and uh, your mama's at the top of it. Here's a request. Gilda and Gabby. Griffin on Griffin action. Groundbreaking. Cloaca on Cloaca. Oh mm -hmm. my god. Thank God their lower bits are not firmer bits. Well, actually, hold on. Milk! Wake up! Milk, we need you to check your check make your sure bits. You, yeah, make sure you push to talk. Are you pushing to talk? Push to talk, fucker. Um, do griffins okay. have bird bits in their lion ends? No. Oh, so they have mammal bits in their lion ends? I mean, it depends oh. on your, like, head cannon, but, like, some of them will so, put, so like, a, like a knot penis. Have, and... Or do they have, like, a lion dick in the cloaca, and it just, like, separates out when it comes out like some fucking xenomorph? It really depends on, like, the artist, because I've seen some will do that, then they'll do a cat dick, and then some will do, like, a knotted dog dick, but with, like, cat dick, like, shape okay, to it. Okay, okay, but And then there's some do, barbs. Do griffins have an estrus or heat or menstruate in general? Uh, you're asking the wrong person on that one. That's too sciencey for my ass. Okay. Shakes in her place. Cycle. They have a heat cycle like cats do. Okay, I was curious. So, do they both screech? 
like uh, cats out of hell during their deeds, like the ones outside of my window. And yeah, in the instead of yowling, they screech. Barbed dicks. They have barbed dicks. Yes. Barbed dicks. Awesome. And then during battle, they wield them as weapons, like a like a fucking like a fucking uh, morning star. Somebody better write that. You can call it me. breaking beaks. Like like these two like with like the Griffin clans. They, they have a civil war, and there's the lines of the two armies. Then they all get up on their hind legs and start helicoptering each other. <laughs> oh, my God. And they can fly, too. They can fly forward while doing that. It's a fucking piston-driven griffin. Jesus Christ. They already have wings. Next question. What story... Uh, we kind of covered that one. Uh, which story was the most difficult for you to write? Um, I would say Chestnut Mare, um, which is among, which is one of the very, very few stories I've ever had to cancel because Chestnut Mare starts out kind of like My Little Dashie, except it's a, um, a a horse rancher and Applejack, and I had two choices with how to go with it. Either I was going to have it be M-rated and it gets sexual, or I was going to have it be E-rated and then the ending like My Little Dashie. But again, I try to pride myself on doing things that are fairly innovative. And uh, then neither, since, since neither of those two things were, um, I couldn't really think of like a way to end it. So I ended up just having to cancel it because I waited too long to work on it and my heart kind of fell out of it. So literally it's the story that I never finished. So that makes it the hardest one to write. Okay. Uh, the next question is from Forgotten Knight. Question number one, are you truly happy with what you've done with your life? Lying is permitted. You know what, actually, yes. And uh, and here's the thing, though. Like I remember a couple of years ago, actually, no, it was a while ago. Uh, I, I someone was talking about a, a panel with writers on it, and I said, "Man, I would really love to be on that panel." And they looked at my library of, of stories that I had written, and they're like, "Oh, it's all incest fix, right?" And so they shamed me. They tried to shame me for it, and oh, I'll be honest. Right. And they got under my skin. They got under my skin for a long time. There was a couple of months there where I couldn't write anything because I felt bad about it. And um, this was right around the time when Game of Thrones was starting, and I, uh, I remember watching the first couple episodes, and you had uh, Tyrion Lannister talking to uh, Jon Snow there saying, you know, like, embrace the label. You know, I mean, in that case, it's bastard, but embrace the label of someone who writes about incest. Wear it like armor, and it can never be used against you. So I've embraced it, and I said, you know what, yeah, I am that guy who writes incest, and I write it pretty fucking well, and I should be on that panel. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Next question is, do you regret anything? Only things I've left undone. My philosophy in life is, it's not who will let me, but who will stop me. <laughs> Very few people in the My Little Pony fandom will ever stop you from writing stuff. Goddamn right. Next question is, have you forgotten your joy? Aw, no. Of course not. Snug as a bug on a drug. Yay. What is your drug? Is it alcohol? Yeah, I got a. It's not gin this time, so you don't have to go. Gin. It's a. Uh, it's actually a uh, uh, ninety proof rum. You and got uh, extra today for me. Oh, how could I forget? <laughs> My hatred of gin knows no bounds. So good job. Rundown Jet now has questions. Number one: What is your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that is really unhealthy but just so good? Teriyaki steak tips, barbecue potato chips. And cheesecake. Awesome. Next question is, what is the biggest or weirdest fear that you have? All right. This one's a little weird. It's injuring my penis. And this requires... Now, here's the thing. Like, 
I'm a guy, and I don't, I'm not necessarily speaking for all guys. I only have my own experience. But like when I wake up, my first thing I think about is my penis. And the last thing I think about when I go to sleep is my penis. You know, when I'm like at the kitchen counter cutting up lemons to make drinks, I'm thinking like, boy, I sure hope this knife doesn't cut my penis. And if I'm writing something on a piece of paper, I'm like, I sure hope I don't get a paper cut on my penis. Um, mostly because mostly because I'm nude at home. So, you know, so, embrace that visual. So, Shakes, you and I wake up in the middle of the night, the first thing you expect is yourself down there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's like, and here's the thing. Like, look, I know it's very... Uh, um, cliche for people to brag about it but like i have a very nice penis and this isn't just me saying it it's been peer reviewed okay <laughs> it's like it's nice and i'm not like i said i'm not trying to brag it's like it's like how like hand models have insurance on their hands that's one of my finest qualities just saying so you have a certificate of appraisal goddamn right should 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 you get dick insurance why not man i well here's the thing like my dick doesn't make me money anymore. Anymore. I see how it is. So you did some college art modeling, did you? I did some things I was not proud of. Oh. It's okay. I've, I've, I've been a background actor in porn. Don't worry about it, buddy. I did a film in Serbia once. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Next question. Oh, my God. It was killer. Anyway. Stop, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three. Why is bag milk the best milk? I was breastfed. You know, that's the only. Yeah, I think you've, you and I have talked about this before. Is that bag milk vaguely resembles breasts, and that's the only reason bag milk is is even vaguely acceptable. It reminds me of my mom. So did the milk? So, so did the milk? Have like little nozzles then. I fucking wish, though, right? Here's the thing, though. I have a, a friend of mine. Um, he uh, recently had a kid, and uh, so he said that his wife was breastfeeding. And I'm like, dude, you got to get me some of that because I like breast milk. Just saying. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> and so anyways, we went to uh, – so my, I had my uh, birthday party earlier. Birthday drink. So And uh, so he brought me a cup of it, and I went to drink it. And I'm like, this isn't breast milk. This is fucking regular milk. I can tell the difference. Don't fucking try and fool me. And he's like, yeah, you're right. It's not actually my wife's breast milk. I'm like, whatever. I don't know. That's not really a punchline, but that's the whole story. Jesus Christ. I'm a connoisseur of this thing, like uh, like wine chasers. Okay. It, Enigma, I'm pretty sure you've only ever seen IRL woman breasts from your mother and, I guess, me. So, you know, whatever, man. I'm glad that you're the one who brought it up and not me. We, we've, we've been in how many, like, locations together when I've been drunk and, like, don't give a shit? It's fine. Yep. It probably, yeah. It definitely did. Okay. And, he, and I think he went pale and, like, passed out or, like, <laughs> oh, no. 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 <laughs> no, no. That sounds right. No, no, you were like, Enigma, you ever seen breast before? And I was like, yeah, like, aside from mother, no, and you're like, well, here. And I was like, oh, well, okay. Like, there you go, sad. boobs, we done now? And I remember yelling that at you, yeah. Well, I mean... Pencil. No, yeah. no criticism. I mean, I realize that anything more than a handful is just a waste. But like, my mom's are way bigger. I understand. I'm not trying to. I would never try to replace your mother. This is going into some interesting places. Anyway. The next question is four. <laughs> what is your one annoying habit? Shakes. Uh, um, habit. You have the annoys people, or the other way around? Um. 
I eat fast, and that's uh, a couple of factors. One, I was in the military where you have to eat fast. And two, I was actually a competitive eater. I came in fourth place when I went to all state. And uh, so, like, I just always eat fast. It's like watching somebody vomit in reverse. <laughs> Good. I needed that visual. Yeah. All I can think is the scene from Major Payne when he's out on a date and he's just like swallowing the fish on his plate and he's, he's all done, wipes his mouth and says, Ain't you going to eat? <laughs> that's exactly what it's like. I'm sorry. Right. I would deny it, but that's pretty much me on a date. <laughs> All right. What's the theme song for your sex life? Do you take it in the ass by the wet spots? Okay. Numbers... That's your playlist. That's a good fucking song. Number six. How do you describe yourself using only three words? In case I haven't already trademarked it, world's strongest writer. Oh. Uh, let's see. If your entire life thus far was a movie, what would be the title of it? I am already working on my autobiography, the title of which is Screws, Nuts, and Bolts. Wait Number a eight. Wait for it. Well, come on, come on. That was a good fucking title. Appreciate that shit. Okay, I get it. It's it's about having sex and then running away. I get it. It's like one night stands. Now, nah, fuck you guys. That shit was funny. I didn't know you. Were writing, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you're writing an autobiography about my dad. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. That was pretty good. That was pretty, god damn it. Why are you only funny in McDonald's, Enigma? Boy, I really have to pee too, but I can't it's leave. It's the only place that'll hire him. How about that? Why don't you? Why, okay, I, I'm half serious right now. What if you did the podcast from the bathroom? Just saying. We've heard that people pee before. I can't just leave my laptop here. No, no, take it. No, you take the laptop in the bathroom in the stall. So you want me to get up with my laptop, yes. walk in there with it open, and yes. then if I do. And then but find the loudest porn you have and then blast I'm, it. I'm I'm not gonna sit it down on a bathroom in a, in a McDonald's bathroom. You put it on your lap and you sit to pee like I, a woman. We're oh not gosh. we're not we're not being serious, Enigma. I am. We get to we get to yeah, we, we are laughing with a pair of tweezers. Oh my god. Anyway. Oh my god. Okay, number eight. Just how big is your porn stash? You know what? It's growing in pretty nicely. It's not quite a push broom, but I mean I can trim it so it's not a, a soup strainer, you know. That's precious. And now, how how large is your collection of pornography? Oh, it's oh, that's like there. Let me look it up real quick. Let me just click, click. All right, milk. Time to judge, because milk will tell you if that's noob numbers or not. Uh, twenty-four gigabytes. Milk. This is acceptable. <laughs> Lovely. All right. We have a few questions from uh, Moose Whisker before we go to our midway point. First one is, what is your favorite number? My favorite number is phi, the golden ratio, 1.618. Why? It's it's the golden ratio. Um, like if you well, if but you, like, why is that your favorite though? Okay, it's because it's it's the number you find everywhere in nature. Um, when you, if you take a rectangle that is one by 1.618, you cut that in half, 
the ratio is again 1.18618. You cut that in half, and it keeps repeating forever and ever and ever. It's the it's the pattern that makes um, spiral uh, snail shells and uh, flowers, and it's it's everywhere in nature. It's something hardwired into the DNA of life, and it's amazing. Um, in addition to being a being a fantastic writer, by the way, I'm a fantastic writer. In addition to being all that and buff and hung like John. Uh, I'm a number file and I've got like three degrees and I freaking I love number like philia. And that's like my favorite number. You asked, I answered. I like pie. Fair enough. Yeah. Good for pie. What's the favorite line, sentence, or joke that you've written so far? Okay. There's a lot. And I had to go looking through my library to answer this one. Um, it's actually in the story Regicide Squares. It's at the end where it's, it was meant to be a Rainbow Dash and Twilight Sparkle shipping uh, contest. And at the very end, um, uh, Twilight is talking about how Rainbow Dash beat the crap out of someone who's going to hurt Twilight. And Rainbow Dash says, nobody hurts my Twilight. And she says, I'm not your Twilight. And Rainbow Dash licks her. And she says, why did you lick me? She says, I licked you. So now you're mine. I'm not a cookie. <laughs> oh, that's cute. oh god, am I pencils because she licked me? I think pencil probably owns all of us about now. I'm pretty sure I do. Like um I like you your, have actually no, no, I, I I definitely I licked your face. I have not I don't I don't recall being licked either. What is this? I don't know if I've licked Flam. I know I've licked milk because his face. I remember the texture of his beard. And have you eaten her it. cooking? <laughs> yes. I mean, I taste all my food because you're supposed to. Priest, she's had her tongue inside you. Oh, are we playing? Are we playing that logic? Then she, she, these. So she's tasted her food. I've eaten her food, and then it, then I shout it out, so technically she's been inside me. So, uh, okay, yeah. sure, I guess. Me, an intellectual. <laughs> okay, I've, I've pissed it out, too, so theoretically she's touched all our dicks. All right, she owns it, I guess. I mean, fucking... Hey, just because you haven't licked me doesn't mean my tongue, your tongue hasn't touched my body. I mean... I, you have I no mean, idea what happens when you're sleeping. I mean, I... I hmm. Hmm. So anyways, anyway. while you guys chill, I'm going to grab a refill. Oh, no, no. You stay here, honey. Aww. You you like to sing so much, and I don't really want to sing today. So you know what, Shakey? For your birthday, I'm going to let you do the promotion. But I don't know the words. There are no words. Literally, I just tell them to donate to our Patreon a bunch of times and mention the Barcast and mention the Horse Sanctuary, and that's it. That's all I do. And Alex puts a link because Alex is doing his job. Right, Alex? I think we fired him again. Alex, you're fired. <laughs> Alex, you're hired. Do the thing. Post the links. All you have all to right, do is All right, everybody, donate to our Patreon for our Horse Big Mac. All the money goes to the horse. We don't keep it for ourselves. It goes straight to supporting our horse, and none of it goes to ourselves. So please support our Patreon. We're not going to spend it on ourselves like that shit enigma. So please donate to our Patreon, because it's a real horse. Fucking 10 out of 10. Yeah, there you go. That's that was that. perfect. That's all I ever do, so good job. 10 I try out of 10 will rival Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Shakes. Now, did you need to step away real quick to get a drink and, you know, unleash the lizard? 
Uh, no, I've got a bottle for that. I'm just gonna. Well, I, I've got a bottle. I've got a bottle for both of those things. Please don't, put a, please don't do both at once. Do, do I what wish, you need. Do what you need to do. Okay. Rum in and rum out. I wish. I... Right back. Okay. Hey. So hey guys. Um, while we're waiting, I guess I can say that if you guys want to tune in later tonight when you're bored, you can watch Screaming Closet. Where gonna, Pencil and I are in the same room. And we're gonna play Saya and finish Saya. And I'm 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 having an angry day. So you guys can hear me, you know, slowly bridling my rage so I don't unleash it at random things around me. I'm not the reason either. No, no, no. You're you're having an angry day? Is it that time of month? No, no, that was that was last week, honey. Wow. All right, I'm back. Are you peeing? No, that's rum. That's rum pouring into a glass. Making sure, because we've had peeing on the stream before, and we could add to a collection. We could make a remix of it. You Shakes, you're, you're not, Shakes, you're not helping with my situation, goddammit. I'm right here in the corner oh. of McDonald's crossing my Oh my life. god, take it with you. Pick up the laptop, carry it in, sit it on your lap with you, take a piss, and come back out. Yeah, Put just yeah, sit there and take a piss with a hot but, mic. That would be just but strange. But strangers, but strangers and employees will think I'm weird. They Actually, already do. Have you hurt yourself today? Do it, faggot. Yeah. Hey, pencil, you do it too. If you guys want to hear my zipper break. Um. No, I I don't pee on my because I you know like to do that privately. In a private part of the house. Away from everyone, with the door shut and the lock. Next question is from Grizzius. What was your life before writing MLP fanfics? Um, well, before I got into Pony, I was in the military. So I was in the Air Force. And uh, the only thing I would consider a hobby at that point was that I was a gamer. And I think uh, Left 4 Dead was the big thing at the time. So I was playing a butt ton of that with all my friends on the squadron. And uh, I mean, like, my, I'm trying to figure out how many games I have, but it was like, it's over 200 now on Steam. And uh, so, yeah, I was just a gamer, first and foremost. In addition to being an incredible lay, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be the judge of this. Please, no. <laughs> Fine, we meet the... I'll 1v1 you IRL. 1v something. All right. Uh, being the world's strongest writer, these are from Lord Azul, uh, how much can you bench? Um, when I was at my max in the Air Force, it was a uh, 220. That's not bad. Fuck yeah. I tried to always have it be more than how much I weighed, and I've just consistently been 180 pounds of pure athleticism my whole life. I was born 180 pounds, so you can imagine. I can see why you love your mother. She deserves so much love and respect. She really does. That's why I kiss her goodnight. She do, you want, do you want to give her a shout out on air? Thanks, Mom. Not at all. Not all mothers gave birth to a child. You gave birth to a legend. Oh my God. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sure Milk's mom was just like, "Oh my God." Yeah, Milk, give a shout out to your mom. Mothers need love. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, number two, would you accept the glory that is bag milk into your life? I already have. I think everyone. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm like. I'm not Canadian. I've never experienced bag milk, but I want to. I think everyone's just really fucking excited that we're so mad at bag milk, so they bring it back up. I think they do, honestly. They just want our pain. 
Jammer now has the next question. Show Shakes, the man, myth, and legend. Has the cast been nice to you? Boy, they sure have, despite the fact that I'm hitting on his girlfriend relentlessly. Well, that's because he feels secure in the fact that I could kick your ass if you tried anything. Oh, we are going to come back to that later. Bring it, bitch. Diggity. Question number one. Can I have the Wi-Fi password? You know what? I will. This is this is the God honest truth. If you know where I live, feel free to come by and use it. The password is swordfish, all lowercase. Awesome. Question number two. If you were given $200,000 a year, would you give Bylon a place to stay at or near your home, cooking your breakfast each and every day? I would do that for free, and I'm just going to put this out there right now. I have a spare bedroom in my house, and she is welcome to it. Rent-free. Ooh. Oh, she'd like that, I'm, I'm sure. Question number three. Would you hug Thing Pone, kiss them goodnight, Tell them every little thing is going to be all right. Would you stick a peener in it? Okay. Now I'm going to do this in order of the images provided, and you can feel free to post them if you want. Yes, I would hug Thingpone in link one. I would kiss Thingpone in link two, but not on the mouth. I would, um, see. Yeah, I would tell them every little thing's going to be all right with the third comic there, because that comic is delightful. And uh, in the fourth link there, yeah, I put my peener in it. She obviously wants it. So much. All right. Question number four. Has any of the broadcast constricted you to help edit their stories yet? No, they have not. What the fuck? Enigma, what are you doing? You're always in need of editing. I mean, I, I, I ask Shakes, dude. I released my story like, I don't know, two weeks ago, and it was write a, write a new one, bitch! See, After what I, happens when you write is that when you stop writing, you start writing again. I can't <laughs> That's <laughs> advice from Waterpreece, <laughs> the person who hasn't finished Office Love in four years. <laughs> That's profound. All right, number five. Will all these questions bother you? You know what? I'm going to real talk here. Um, when you've almost died as many times as I have, everything else gets the volume turned down. So there's very little that bothers me anymore. All right. Next question is from Spitflame. Who is the most overrated pony and why is it Luna? <laughs> oh, that's, that's a nice opinion there, mate. Uh, except uh, the most overrated pony is actually Pinkie Pie. And this is this is whoop, this is outside the show, and it's only because Hasbro made it their business to tell them that like Pinkie Pie is going to be the flagship character of the entire show. So anytime there's any kind of external franchise involving My Little Pony, it has to involve Pinkie Pie, which isn't always applicable depending on what they're applying her to. And like I like Pinkie Pie, um, she really should have been a Pegasus surprise, as Lauren Faust intended, but they wanted to make her an Earth Pony for God knows what reason. Fluttershy would have been much better as an Earth Pony. And with the Gen 5, they're going to do that, make her a Pegasus, make Fluttershy an Earth Pony, but for some fucking reason, make Twilight Sparkle an Earth Pony. It's like, what the fuck? Like, I, I was fucked up enough when Starlight Glimmer took away her cutie mark. And, like, that was, like, that got, that shit fucked me up. And, like, the idea of, like, her losing her horn is, like, why would you rape her like that? They're raping her. Why are you raping Twilight Sparkle? Stop raping her. Yeah. That got dark as fuck. Yeah, I got that, that took a turn. <laughs> that took a fucking turn. 
I like how all this is being filtered through McDonald's internet <laughs> server. Well, speaking of dark turns, it's time for questions with Vylon. <clears throat> it's time for questions with Vylon. Vylon's only question for you today is, how are you? Uh, you know, I was I was so excited about about this, but. Uh, to be honest, I have simultaneously had too much and yet not enough to drink. Because it's my birthday. Happy birthday! Hey, wait, we haven't said happy birthday to him yet, Barcast. It's true! No, and, no, 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 we do this, we do this. Guys, are you and ready? And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three. Happy birthday to you. it was Flamin or Ravage, but you sounded like the, the freaking Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs there with that shit. Yes. <laughs> Would there you, you go. Me? I'd fuck me. Okay, now what's the next question now that we've done that? We're going to Moose-tasm, which is like a moose orgasm or Moose-tasm. Number <laughs> one, if you could go back in time and replace any of one of Shakespeare's plays with one of your stories, which one of each would you do? All right, considering that it's me, the obvious one that comes to mind is Oedipus Rex, and I would replace that with BBBFF's other meaning, where it's Shining Armor and Twilight Velvet, except instead of it being like, oh, I accidentally my mom, it would be I intentionally my mom. That's the obvious one. Although I think the better one, and I think the one that would have a bigger impact on history, would be replacing Romeo and Juliet with Liquid Pride, where instead of it being Romeo and Juliet being from two different families that don't like each other very much and therefore ends in tragedy, have it be brother and sister where they likewise should not be in a romantic relationship with each other and everyone opposes it, but incest. So how do you feel about Antigone? Well, see, that's a great example right there. Because if, if Antigone banged Oedipus, then you could have her banging both her brother and her father at the same time. I can only get so erect. Happy to help. For some reason, I thought you were going to say they should replace Romeo and Juliet with Liquid Snake. Do you have questions, Grace? How would you replace Othello? Um, I would have Othello be Shining's mom. I have questions. How the <laughs> fuck that would work, anyway? Well, she wouldn't be black, obviously. Who, who, wait, what? who would young be? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, how, how, how <laughs> Next question. Holy shit, okay. Uh, we're going to Brian Reeds, who asks, what is your favorite song from the show and song from the fandom? Okay. My favorite song from the show, and I'm going to get, you know, uh, serious here, is A True True Friend. That song never fails to get me misty. Like, I don't know what it is about it. The, the, this, I know it's supposed to be a happy song, but it always, like, just friggin', oh, pulls at the heartstrings. Don't know why. 
as right. for now now for fandom songs that is a is a tough question i kind of just want to point at wooden toaster and be like all that shit i'm surprised you don't like um god enigma what's the song you and i sing together sometime when we're bored Matt, friendship is witchcraft yeah. yeah witchcraft the one about the brothers uh, be okay that one okay yeah. all right i'm, I'm well that all right. So yes, that was written for the song for the show, and um, yes, obviously I like that a ton, and I would use that all the damn time. And I guess if we're gonna include that, then yes, obviously that song. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what. Before that episode was made, um, my favorite song was uh, "Are We Ever Gonna See Trixie Again" by Mysterious Brony. Um, this was back in like season one and a half, season two. Before, it would have to uh, be, yeah. Yeah, this is like before Magic Duel where like Trixie runs off and she was such a great character. Everybody loved her because she was like the Boba Fett of the fandom where we saw so little of her and everyone was just able to make their own backstory about her. And it's like, are we ever going to see her again? And uh, the answer is yes, a whole fucking lot, apparently. And uh, all of us Trixie fans were very happy about that. Yay. Who was your favorite non-pony? Uh, Chrysalis. Uh, hands down. There's uh, so much potential there. I, would, I gotta say, I was a little disappointed with uh, um, uh, the Fiends one. Uh, so what the fuck was it called? Uh, that one that was like the end of the uh, hiatus this season. Um, help me out here. I'm blanking. But anyways, with the one she, she makes the clones out of the trees there, I was really disappointed. Oh, the mean, the mean six? The mean six, thank you. And like I was like, oh come on, Chrissy, you're just you're really fucking things up here, and I really want to like you, but you're, you're making it really difficult here, girl. All right. Next question is, what is your opinion on the changelings? Oh, all right. So the whole uh, gay deer turn with them, I really feel is a wasted opportunity because I had this whole thing set up with like, especially with the story I have, Storm again, uh, changeling spy, where there was this. Uh, group of renegade changelings who were still shape-shifting which conceivably even in the context of the canon show you could still have people you know running around shape-shifted not knowing who's who and it creates this great uh mis mysterious uh setting but the fact that they're like oh no I, there was a renegade uh changelings that i mentioned back in um uh, triple threat and uh nope they've all been reformed so uh so there goes the freaking season finale there i know it's a massive fucking jip but what are you gonna do right Squandered opportunity, changelings. That's what I'm gonna say. I can agree with that. They all just soiled it. To big wasps. Soiled it. Next soiled question. Oh, all. No. What is your opinion on Spike? Spike is inconsistent. Okay, there's a lot of times where he's the dummy that everyone has to like reason with, like, no, come on, stop being an idiot. And there's other times where he's the voice of reason, and then there's just times where he's completely wasted as a character. And I really wish that they would give him like a cemented character, you know, where he like, okay, this is the spike that we know. He's not acting but out of character. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's just I just I just I wish he would stop being inconsistent. Dirty feet. All right, the next question is What is your opinion on the Barcast? Well, I'm currently on it, which automatically makes it the best thing in the fandom right now. Yay! Also, Jam, thank you for the clip of Happy Birthday. Remember that you guys can take your favorite clips of the Barcast and uh, anywhere from 10 to 30 clip uh, second 
clips and uh, they're eligible for top clip of the month in which they'll be featured at the bottom of our channel. So you win nothing, but our thanks. All right. The next question is what is your opinion on Coco Pamel? Pamel. Co Coco Pummel. Yeah. With the fucking suplex there. All right. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to give you a, on uh, my uh, personal uh, uh, tastes. Um, I've always wanted to uh, meet a woman who could kick my ass. Like, I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> here's the thing though. I never got the chance to indulge on it. Like I wanted to meet like the, the, the female wrestler of China there or, and, and the closest oh, you, I ever you got. You want the beef girls. You want the girls who are like made of sinew and wound up coils. Yeah, you like, want like the six foot five Russian girl who can like carry a yeah, fucking, fucking yeah, lumber, lumber on her back. Yeah. And here, here, but here's the thing though. Like I don't look at because I'm, I'm used to being the one who's in shape, who's got muscles and, 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 and business like that. So I'm usually dealing with, you know, girls who are less in shape than me that if I really wanted to, I could physically overpower them and I don't want that. Okay. Like I've, I've, been the one in power all the time so i want to be a sub and so the closest i ever got to that and uh is when i wanted to ask tara strong who i've had a uh, many opportunities to meet and that's a whole nother story i want i've wanted to ask her to just like slap me in the face oh, and you haven't asked oh my god you should yeah and i just you i just want to say no but at least you can try right and and that's the thing like I, it's not nothing beyond that just like just i'm just like you know, Tara Strong, please slap me in the face. Like, and I'm not, and I'm not bullshit and just like wind up and really put some, some, some pressure, some, some speed behind that and leave a bruise if you can. Just, I, I wouldn't really get off on it, but I just want, that's, I feel like that's something I need to experience. Have you, have you never been like slapped full power by a girl in the face? Um, I got an uppercut, uh, from a, uh, from a, uh, girl who I was trying to get to quit smoking. And uh, so, like, when she she got up to get take a to go smoke a cigarette. I'm like, no, I, I blocked the door. I'm like, I'm not gonna let you do this to yourself. Come on, you gotta quit smoking. And she's like, move out of the way. And I refused. And she like, I didn't expect it at all. She just brought her fist back and clocked me. And I did a full 360 and fell like a friggin' heap of potatoes. And she stepped right over me. And it was the most one of the most erotic things I've ever experienced. <laughs> that sounds like something. That sounds like someone who smokes. That's exactly what they would do if you prevent them from having a smoke. And this is now something I know. Last question from Brian is: Would you recommend watching the MLP show to those of us who have never watched the show before? Yes, I would, but not like in the 2011 evangelical way, where it's like you got to watch this show, like. Every fucking brony on the internet was doing, and I, I, I kind of felt like I'm not a part of this crowd who's trying to force this onto everybody. That's that's not what I'm about, no. But but I would I would definitely say like, look, it's a mature show. If you can appreciate for what it is, objectively, great. You know, if you don't like it, that's fine too. You're allowed mm -hmm. to not like things. Yeah, let, let people like okay. things. Let people dislike things, right? At, at least give it a chance, you know. Just don't expose yourself to that. If you're secure enough in your masculinity, don't be afraid that you're going to catch the gay. And if you do catch the gay, as some of us have before, you know, that's fine. Right, Milk? Milk's, milk's like... Milk, is it okay if people catch the gay from My Little Pony? I mean, I don't know if I technically caught it through My Little Pony, but, you know. But, but do you recommend that others catch the gay through My Little Pony? I, and it's no different than saying be a furry and catch the gay that way. I mean, yeah, no, you could totally catch the gay either way. Same thing, right? Exactly. Okay.
Okay. What, <laughs> what was the don't, question again? Um, don't be afraid of catching the gay, pretty much. That doesn't sound like a question, more of a statement. Well, that the really sounds was, like would a you, song that should happen on My Little Pony, though. Don't the be question. afraid to catch the gay. <laughs> if you were gay, that would be okay. okay. Thank you. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, what? I'm pretty sure last time I was on this barcast, you and I sang Everyone's a Little Bit Racist. I'm pretty sure. Sometimes doesn't mean we go around committing hate crime. There you go. <laughs> Um, anyway, so our next question then is from Coffee Minion, who asked, Priest? Okay, you'll talk here. Starlight is generally well regarded in the fandom now. But two years back, this wasn't the case at all. I remember feeling one of the few people at a con back in 2016 who wasn't actively dumping on her. So I thought she was great. So my opinion, question is, did you like Sunlight before it was cool? Starlight. Starlight. Yes. That. That. You know what? I, I did like Starlight. Um, her entire arc uh, starting out as a uh, villain, which I thought was a good change of pace, where it was like another pony. Um, I liked her even when she was reformed, because to describe her in a single word, I would say refreshing, because I think that's what the show needs. The show needs to be refreshing. It needs to have new characters, new locations, new problems. Um, the uh, the uh, new episode uh, with the uh, Kieran, for example, spoiler alert, um, the new species that they discover. Um, I was just, when I watched that, I was just, I was literally giddy, just looking at these new ponies with these new model designs and things like that. I said, you know what? This show could go on indefinitely if we keep introducing these new characters. And I realized they tried to do that with the uh, friendship school where we try to like, you know, force in, having all these different species, except for fucking bat ponies, you goddamn racist <laughs> Twilight, have some bat ponies in your school. But we try to force all these different species in there. And the problem is with that, they just keep treating it like, oh, we're so different, rather than the main six being like, we're different because we have different personality types. It's just, we're different because we're different species for its own sake. And it feels really friggin' ham-handed. And that kind of irritates me. Thanks, writers. Woo! Okay, next set of questions come from Sunbro for life. Question number one, what is your favorite video game? That's a hard question because, like I said, before I was a brony, I was a gamer. And I'm just looking at my Steam library, and I've got 216 games. And on any given day, if I've got nothing better to do, if I go to play a game, I've got a choice of 20 that I'll pick from that I cycle through all the time. It depends on what mood I'm in. Um, so, I mean, if I had to pick my favorite, I would just straight up say Half-Life 3, you know? Hmm. But, Interesting uh, choice. Currently, what I've been playing is Deep Rock Galactic and Sea of Thieves. Mm. Um, but if I could make some game recommendations to uh, your viewers, uh, Please do. my recommendations would be, in no particular order, Limbo, Super mm, yes. Meat Boy, yes. Terraria, mm. Ronin, Opus Magnum, Stanley Parable, Stardew Valley, Hand of Fate, Slime Rancher, and Deep Rock Galactic and Sea of Thieves. Nice. A lot of those fly under the radar, but they're really great games. Um, I'm not saying that they're good, but they're definitely unique. Oh, Limbo is wonderful, just saying. Oh, Preach Girl. Yeah. Stanley Parable, uh, Parable is one of my favorite branching story games of all time. Uh, but I do prefer Beginner's Guide. 
by the same developer. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> I want to argue with you so hard, but you are allowed to have an opinion. Okay. Um, uh, Enigma's I, I... back from the bathroom. Enigma, how was the McDonald's bathroom? It was weird because in the urinal, there was someone spat two pieces of spearmint gum. So when I peed in there, my, my urine smell came back. Surprisingly refreshing. Well, better than the alternative, I suppose. Anyway, what's next? <laughs> yeah, your dick could have touched the inside of the toilet bowl and you'd be you'd have tetanus right now. Hey. Or you could find a dollar that says where'sgeorge.com and then you go to the website and find out that the previous person who possessed it found it stuck to the inside of a urinal and now you touched it. Or they had AIDS and they rubbed their AIDS blood on it. Oh boy, I just realized I accidentally brought the Ember Docky with me here. Why would you do that? How come I accidentally bring a docky? <laughs> I, 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 you know my blue backpack. Oh what? my god, it's, it's, it, you have the docky without the pillow in it. Yeah. Oh my god. You can hug it if you feel scared. The blanket, just without anything inside it. Pixar didn't happen. An unerect docky. Number two. What is your favorite boss fight, Shakespeare, please? Also, I think, I think Alex is right. Alex says Enigma, you should wear it instead. All right, so my favorite boss fight, this, is, this was a tough question because um, I had to like look through my library and I had to go through all of my game cartridges because I have like all of my old consoles, Atari, Super Nintendo, Sega, and all, all the new ones. And I don't play a ton of games that have a boss fight per se, and the ones that I have played were neither very memorable nor enjoyable. So I don't really have a favorite. Um, if I had to choose, since I'm mostly a PC gamer, my favorite, what you would call a boss fight, would be the end of Half-Life 2, Episode 2, where you're um, running around this massive area uh, trying to take down these striders and uh, packs of uh, hunters. And it's it's not really a boss fight as more as it's a boss event. And it's one of the few times I've ever, like, like been sweating, like, oh, God, like, completely, totally tense, heart-pounding, adrenaline rush uh, video game experience uh, in a single-player uh, setting. That's as close as I'm going to get because I, I don't really have a ton of boss fights. I'm, you know, like, I'm, I don't play Dark Souls. And no. what, whatever, whatever. You know what? You know, some people you can judge or not. I just... I know what Dark Souls is all about, and I don't need to have, like, as, as masochistic as I am, if I'm not enjoying the game I'm playing, I feel like it's, I'm not doing it right, you know? Right. Like, if I'm not having fun playing the game, it defeats the purpose of playing. I totally Some people like that. Some people like that, and God bless you. I'm glad this is a game for you for that, but that's not for me. Next question is... Have you accepted Skeleton, the master of the universe, into your heart? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yep, the first time we saw him actually had to do all Spurgy there. It's great. The, yeah. the autism has been doubled. I gotta say, guys, I never realized just listening to it, but now that I'm here, he gets full body into that when he says that his arms go up and he goes, Have you accepted? He just waves them in the air, like. Hey, no, it's like it's like those call center people who like actually smile when they're talking because you can hear it in their voice, and I could hear it in his voice that his arms are up over his head, like they really are. All right. Next question. Uh, number four. Are you are in itty bitty Equin City? What business do you start? Uh, I have I have actually in real life considered going into equine medicine, um, so that's probably what I would do in uh, Ponyville or whichever equine city I'm in. 
uh, being a pony doctor. And that's not just for the excuse of, you know, being elbow deep in horse. So you'd be, you'd be one of those people who does the horse insemination thing. Yeah, because it's medically necessary, not just because it makes my willy wiggle. And of course, number five, do you even praise bro? Uh, yeah. Have you never read my self-insert story about Celestia underneath the mistletoe? Of course I praise, bro. <laughs> so when it comes to Celestia, do you like writing her with, like, the fat-ass style of Celestia the way Bendy does? Not to that extreme, okay? I mean, nobody can compete with Bendy's love for Celestia's big fat ass. It's I mean, look, true. That's, this is one of those rare occasions where I just have to take second place. That guy's got it. No, I, I agree. I, I, his love for fat-ass Celestia is unbridled. I love writing Celestia as a badass. I mean, I've got great, plenty of great scenes where she's just like OP or she says something that's totally tough. And I could like cite you a few examples here if you want to give me a second. I could like look you know, up. Uh, every time in the show she's become badass, she always gets defeated. Uh, every single time. Hey. She's defeated by a cloud. <laughs> what? No. All right. I don't know if I can do this. I can try. All right. The next question <laughs> is from the Invisible Davis. And oh. I'm going to let Pencil do this question. You're just going to let me read it? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm sorry for everyone. No, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. Please stop. Can you, can you do the melody? No, I can't. <sighs> please, please, please stop. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> Look, if you no, had what? one shot, oh, one God. opportunity, Oh, she's everything spaghetti. you ever wanted. In one moment. Mom's spaghetti. Would you capture it or just let it slip? Mom's hot teddy. You know, oh you guys actually, Mother's ravioli. You guys actually reminded me of something, and I'm going to, in a few minutes, I'm going to upload something here. This can only end well, I'm sure. Speaking of Japanese, <laughs> I'm sorry. The next question is, do you masturbate while eating Top Ramen? I, I do not eat tom, Top Ramen. I don't. I mean, like, I have eaten it, but I don't ever eat it. If given the choice, I'm pretty sure I would rather just be hungry. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I have a good paying job. I can buy real food. No. But you can save for expensive things that way. No, I don't need to. I my my personal philosophy, and this is advice to literally everybody, is don't sacrifice what you want most for what you want now. So I don't <clears throat> need top ramen. Fair enough. Also, the invisible Davis asked, "Did you like that video I made?" You goddamn right. Nice. I'm pretty sure half of those views are mine. I freaking I love listening to myself. I'm just man, like like I know that like the whole like jerking off in a mirror thing is like egotistical, but yeah, that's basically me doing that, listening, watching that video. I if I ever met you in real life, you'd be on my short list. Just so you know, I don't give a damn what you look like. All right, guys, I just uploaded the thing. What is the thing? Download it and then listen. You're, what are you doing? I, I ain't clicking that. What the fuck are you 
doing it? Click on that shit, boy. It relates to something we said earlier. Is it important enough that we need to hear it now? We'll put the link in the doobly-doo. Just not right now. Busy. What? Why, why did you put the, why do you want to put the button on the menu, Enigma? Anyway. Okay. The next question is from Mobile Sam. Potato? 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 Potato works like potato. Potato. What about tomato? What about tomatoes? Tomato? Let's call the whole thing off. Basil. Basil. Yes. Okay, that's what you're going for. A brony asks the next question. Damn it, Shake! What was your second favorite non-MLP franchise? Oh, they called me out on it. I never answered. All right, so my first favorite was Star Wars, which I already went over with the whole wanting to have sex with Carrie Fisher. I don't care if she's old or fat or dead. I would still do it. I would do yeah. everything for that one. No, look, I don't care. Like, you can laugh or snicker or sneer. I would have amazing sex with a 65-year-old Carrie Fisher. I don't give a shit. Number two would be Game of Thrones. Um, because if if uh, George R. R. Martin did not write a, uh, a story centered around the... Uh, legitimacy of a royal bloodline over contested over the context of incest, I would have ended up writing it myself in about 15 and no, five years. And then HBO would be like, Yeah, dude, incest is hot. Yeah. Everyone knows incest. Don't you love incest? Come on, guys, take three shots. Yee, three shots. Speaking of three, Invisible Davis during this cast just hit 300 subscribers. Go give him some love. Yay, Davis! Hey, he deserves it. Love that guy, man. Love you, man. You're on my short list. Wait, are you saying you 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 would you would penis the Davis? I would penis the Davis. Wow, like that's well, Davis, you heard it here first. Speaking Sight of short dicks, sight unseen. Yep. Yep. Speaking of short dicks, Dust Cook <laughs> has questions. <laughs> Sneaky hurry questions. Sorry, I don't know time things because I'm in England. If you could take one of the MLP episodes and build it into something larger, longer, and more impressive, which would it be and how would you write it? Um, Magical Mystery Cure, because that episode felt incredibly rushed. That really should Thank have been like you. a two-parter at least. Yes. Thanks. Um, yeah. No, it's, yeah like, but... uh, it's a it, it felt so rushed, like even even at the full 22 minutes, I'm I'm like looking at my clock, like really was that 22 minutes? Because it felt like fast as hell, and I'm like don't normally do that much speed. Normally. All right. Next question is: If you had to choose one biscuit you could only eat for life, do you like magic? Wait a second. Here's the main question. They're from England, so when they said biscuit, they don't mean biscuit like biscuits and gravy the way we have. They mean like fucking cookies, because they're mixed up fucking language. Alex, am I right? Like, yeah. type in the type in the chat, Alex. Biscuit cookie, yes. That that's what uh, I'm getting right. They're made out of fucking cookies. Also, they describe hurricanes as bad winds. God damn it. Well, I think uh, Dust Cook kind of plays his uh, <clears throat> hoof when he says sneaky, hurried questions. Sorry, I don't know some time things because I'm in England. 
which uh, kind of put my defense up when he said biscuit. Because if I had to choose one biscuit that I could only eat for life, I was about to say Admiral Biscuit, but... Ha! He'd love to hear that. I'll tell him you said so. But who, who I have met in person and exchanged shirts with. So he does have a Shakespeare Eccles shirt, although he refused to wear it in our photo ops. Um, if I had to choose a English biscuit to eat for life, for cookies, it would be uh, macadamia nuts. I say that biscuit, uh, Admiral Biscuit still counts because he's a pretty sharp cookie. Hey! Yeah. And uh, so, and that's why he makes it onto my short list. You would also penis the biscuit. I would penis the biscuit. Excellent. And like in totally like a not gay way, but just solemnly out of respect sort of you, way. You would heterosexually penis the biscuit. Penis the biscuit. I, yes. I understand. And I think that is very wise. All right. And then last but not least from the thread, where do you like to write and where do you love to write? All right. Um, I almost exclusively write uh, from my office, which uh, I have my computer, my desk, and my whole entire collection of uh, My Little Pony memorabilia, which on my last estimate, and I went looking around just on uh, values on um, eBay and whatnot, I've got well over $2,000 worth of uh, My Little Pony uh, merchandise which isn't to say I've spent that much on it, but like the fact that I've got the um, two, uh, BronyCon, uh, no, not BronyCon, excuse me, um, San Diego Comic-Con Derpy signed by Lauren Faust, Tara Strong, Andrea Liebman, uh, Michelle Krieber, and uh, Brenda Critchlow. And um, let me just look on this thing real quick. Uh, also, Daniel Ingram, um, which is valued at way over $700, not to mention the uh, 2012 BronyCon Rarity cause, uh, card exclusive, which is $300 by itself now. Um, and then just a whole bunch of other stuff. I really got to do like a um, a uh, Brony Cribs episode where I just like take a video of my whole place. Uh, my favorite one though, by far, which may not have a much material value, but sentimental value, is when I was doing the Brony documentary um, back in 2012, in which I'm featured as the military brony talking, and I had lunch with uh, John Delancey for this. While I was waiting outside the uh, restaurant for the lunch, um, I'm standing there waiting for them to give me my cue to go in. Tara Strong comes walking down the street and she sees me. She says, are you the military brony? And I'm like, yes. And she says, oh, I heard about you. And she leans right in and gives me a big old kiss on the cheek. And I'm like starstruck. And I'm like, oh my God, no one's going to believe this. So I give my digital camera to the cameraman who's hanging out with me. And I said, can you please do that again? Because nobody's going to believe that that happened. And so the cameraman takes a picture of me getting kissed by Tara Strong. And I have that picture on my wall, blown up into a poster. And I bring that to the 2013 uh, Phoenix Comic-Con, because I was living in Arizona at the time. And I go up to uh, Tara Strong's autograph table and I said, hey, I have something for you. And she says, oh, I, re I remember you. You were the military brownie. And I give her the poster and she's like, oh, well, no one else has something like this. So she takes out her marker and she signs Tara Strong right across her boobs. And so I have that on my wall, that picture of Tara Strong kissing me 
signed by Tara Strong right across her massive cleavage. Not everybody has a picture of the happiest moment of their life. I do. Tara is a great person. I just want she, to say that. She absolutely is, and I would love to get slapped in the face by that woman. Well, she's met you once, so you never know, man. She like absolutely would. And Gary Oak, who I see is coming up, he is a witness because I was waiting in line for uh, M.A. Larson's autograph. Tara Strong came walking by uh, to go to her table because her shift had just come up. And she walks by, sees me. She says, oh, my gosh, it's you. Comes over and gives me a big old bear hug. And I hug her back. And then I turn, you know, and then she goes over to her table. And I turn around to Gary Oak and I say, that just happened. And he will confirm that story. He has no reason to lie on my part. I like to think that when she kissed you, you were scared for your penis. That's just you, Enigma. Enigma's always scared for his penis because he's afraid it will eventually shrivel and fall off from disuse. All right, we got to no, no, that's, no, that's my balls. We're operating on the assumption that Enigma has a penis to be scared for. I can confirm. He has a dick. Oh, that's he sweet. Pee. He pees standing up, so, I mean, either that or he's got some fucking good aim. Which I have also seen from both genders. Well, then maybe not. I take it back. I'm not sure. We got some catch-up questions to go into. All right. Um, not that Enigma doesn't get to say about his dick, but he, does, he doesn't. He doesn't. No. Um, I, I, I cut out a little bit. Were we talking about my penis? We were cutting about your. We were talking about your penis. We're cutting your penis. Ha! Anyway. I'm handing. Uh, the Invisible Davis says in the Twitch chat, "I'm handing you a personal invitation to my cult. Would you like to join in my arms and praise my group with your presence?" I would and have. Consider Aww. yourself followed. Oh, Davis! Look at that—you got a new cult member. Drink the Kool-Aid. Uh, and then we kind of missed one from Dusk Hoof a little bit. Uh, do you like magic? In a like general sense, yeah. I mean, I like Trixie and I like her choke, so yeah. I, well, I mean, you, you could take it more seriously. Like, what do you think of magic's usage in My Little Pony in the show? Well, it's kind of weird. It's like, if yeah, here's the thing. It's really hard to take Trixie seriously because Trixie is doing things that any unicorn could do with the right skill set, which is why she kind of relies on uh, Starlight Glimmer to be her great and powerful assistant. It's like, oh, teleportation. I'm sorry. Well, Twilight made that bold in like season one, and now you're teleporting out of a hidden box. But I think what Trixie has going for her is the showmanship, which has nothing to do with magic. Um, so, I mean, like, magic is kind of like, yeah, all right, some people have a great ability to do math. Some people have a great ability to dunk, you know, playing basketball. And that's like, okay, you get unicorns, pegasi, and some, people, some of them can fly. So there you go. So... That was like a... That was, I, was I was trying to make, like, a parallel to, like, human races without getting too racist. So. Thank you for not. You did good, bud. But speaking of buds, Gary Oak asks, who is your favorite member of Fim Fiction to crack open a bear with? And why is it Gary Oak? This is a fucking old joke because every time I've gone to BronyCon, wait, just about every time I've gone to BronyCon, I've been rooming with Gary Oak. Gary Oak is the best fucking Canadian I know. And I, if Horse Voice is listening to this, I'm sorry. But like, yeah, Gary Oak and then Horse Voice and, 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 and uh, Ray of Hope. 
Y'all are great Canadians. I, I, you know, I, I take it all back. I've never met a Canadian I didn't like. Aww, the point is, nice. the point is, me and Gary Oak go way back. And I remember when I first met him, we used to, he said, let's crack open a bear. And he had to explain to me the, the trope of, a, of the uh, cracking open a bear uh, with TF2, uh, where this guy says, like, Time to crack open a bear, and he like misspelled it. And someone's like, someone sent, sent him a picture of somebody cracking open a bear, like ripping a bear in half and breaking them. And so, like the whole time we were at BronyCon and we were getting shit faced, which was like constantly, he'd be like, "Time to crack open a bear," and we would just break, you know, drink, break open our beers and just chug the shit out of that stuff and just go to whatever panel we were supposed to be doing together, completely wrecked. And that would just be. That that's our joke, and yes, I will always crack open a bear with uh, Gary Oak. He's my IRL brony butt buddy. All right, now we're going to take a handful of questions from the Twitch chat right now. Uh, two mares up first. Two mer, sorry. No, I say it wrong. It's fine. He hates it. Yay! Five five married says going back to the core chromosome of this podcast. How do you feel about HIE? I don't know. I mean, I know that it was a human in Equestria podcast like back in the day, and that's mm -hmm. when I first was on here. And that's a great HIE podcast back then. Um, I don't really have any good HIE stories of my own, aside from the one that I want to do with like Anon going to Equestria and having no inner monologue, so everything he says come out loud. So that would be my basically my only HIE story because I kind of uh, don't want to do an HIE story because I feel like it's cliche and cringy, for lack of a better word. Okay. Interesting. I haven't, is that, who's the next person? Uh, Non-explosions okay. asks, can I have your love, Shakespeare, please? I'm so lonely and I need friends. Take my love, take it and wrap it around you so that it might keep you warm on the cold, lonely nights of your pet, your little existence there, and just have it. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. There's Are always you... cults, though. Are you singing yeah. in McDonald's? There's barely anyone here. Anyway. That's Mexico. You think people have money there? <laughs> Alex underscore has a nice question. Rank these three fetishes from your favorite to least favorite. Incest, masochism, and yourself. Uh, oh, oh man! Like I was like ready to to start scoring them, and then you like listed myself, and I really like me a lot. Uh, so we'd have to go incest, myself, and then masochism. That's how much I love incest. Gonna gonna ride that one right into the sunset. Shimmer yeah. as sun, starburst, <laughs> sunburst, sunburst. Uh, starburst yeah. is a ship. Sunburst is a pony. Next question is the Invisible Davis. Was Gary Oak banging America? Uh, banging America's hat. Yes. Sorry, the thing moved while he was reading it. Ash's mother. What? He was, was banging... Gary? Was Gary Oak banging Ash's mom? <coughs> uh, no. I like it, and I'm and I'm not judging the man for it, but I, I don't believe he has banged anything. Isn't it weird? Having a Ferrari. What? What? Gary, do you remember that episode? Do you remember that episode where Gary Oak drives up a red sports car in front of Ash? 
Is it each Yeah. I remember. All right, so you're talking about like an episode of Pokemon where the character yeah. Barrio did that. Yeah. Not the person. Not. The, I think that's what the question was. Um. So what was a yes or no question? Because I think yes. the answer is going to be no. Hey. Okay. Next question is from Dust Huff. Uh, would it be cool if MLP went darker and magic took a more serious adult turn, much like Supernatural, Lord of the Rings, or Potter style? Um, I, I get I get the feeling that's what Generation Five is going to do because they're going to have the fantasy violence tag, so they're going to have like characters getting their brains smashed open, like uh, Mojo Jojo, and I kind of. I'm not looking forward to that because like as much as I like to write about that in my stories or you know like as far as like violence or mature themes I don't want to see that in the show because like when I watch My Little Pony that's like my little slice of escapism without drugs where I can just like imagine a pure world where things are nice and colorful and pastel and we don't think about things like racism and war and famine and crap like that and so you, I, I guess the general answer is no. You make it sound like the new Gen Five is going to have like a drug PSA episode, like in the '80s. That a lot of great. Yeah, I don't know. Good. I'm just I'm a pessimist. I like to say that I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm really not. I am a pessimist, and I love to be proven wrong. I want this Gen Five to be good. I really want it, but I am really jaded, so I'm afraid until proven otherwise. Next question comes from Gary Oak himself. How long is Big Macintosh's dick, and why is it smaller than Fudishai's? Well, Fudishai, you know, Fudishai is uh, without compare. It's, she's supernatural, and Big Macintosh is big by stallion standards, but, you know, Fudishai is a Fuda, and Fuda does, uh, does not uh, play by the rules. No. No. I just, here's the thing. This is an allusion to, uh, I remember at BronyCon, when we were doing the after hours Q&A with the writing staff. And he asked this question to M.A. Larson. And um, I, I just remember doing, playing the, um, what was it? The uh, Jackbox games with the writing staff. And I posted a video of this where uh, Amy Keating Rogers just completely loses her shit. And they all just started swearing and I don't know what the point of the story is, but I just remember like just being eye-opening, like, oh my God, these are people too. These are people who scream out, no more dicks, you motherfuckers, and yet write for an E-rated pony show. <laughs> because they were playing, because they were playing the exact same games you play, okay, where it was, they were asking whatever question and the audience were pumping in their answers. And all you saw on the gigantic jumbotrons at BronyCon was just horse cock over and over. And M.A. Larson and Amy Kimi Rogers are looking up there at these at Bronies typing in horse cock over and over for Jackbox games. And Amy Kimi Amy King Rogers just flipping out and being like, no more decks, like screaming into her microphone. And I'm just like losing my like I'm just I'm like, I can't even believe this shit because Amy King Rogers was always like, like I, I kind of see like and look at I'm just, this is completely speculation, but I could see like Megan McCarthy saying something like this, but to see Amy King Rogers screaming, screaming into her microphone, no more dicks and getting everybody to chant along with her completely shattered my to, image to, of her. To be clear, um, we, we've, we've spoken with Amy. 
Mm -hmm. we have had, yes, we've had conversations with Amy, and she would not hesitate to cut a bitch after certain seconds. Oh my god, like, yes. And, and I am now, I am now, I love her. I remember, I remember her coming up to you and saying, Oh, I like you. Yeah, she, she said that to me, and I was like, Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> this says oh, no. I, I adore Amy. Keep crying. Um, oh yeah. We are now finally running low on time. So, uh, Komodo dog. Komodo Kov, next question is, what military branch? Uh, Air Force. Um, and yeah, look I know. You mentioned I've got just a ton of stories about that where I've almost died, where like we had the air raid siren going off and they had a mortar landing almost in my lap and I just like held my breath like, <gasps> oh my God, it's a dud. Because most, because when we were in Afghanistan, the, sh the crap that they were shooting at us, if it even managed to fire off, was like left over from the Cold War and nine out of ten times that stuff was like expired and so i had this mm -hmm. thing that landed more or less between my legs that was about the size of a beer can that should have killed me with shrapnel but didn't because it was like 20 years old so, so you you couldn't get something melted climax in your lap that felt really forced but uh yeah i almost died and uh thanks for making a joke out of it asshole we already knew he was an asshole. It's fine. And here, let's let's lighten the mood with a question from the other other guy. Which yeah. is better, incest with a mother or incest with a sister? Uh, or, or there's another or. Not explosions, ad, or incest with a gilf. With, with a, I beg your pardon. What? Gilf. You don't know the term gilf? A grandmother. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Fuck. My yeah. fault. I, I I I misheard the pronunciation. Um, I'm gonna say sister only because from an uh, an author perspective uh when you have incest with a mother uh you there's a power dynamic there where the mother is the authoritative figure and that's why incest with a sister is generally a lot easier um and i'm not speaking from uh, experience or anything like that i'm just saying that it's hard to write that uh, with the mother because then it's like oh well the mother ought to know right from wrong and and things like that i'm just gonna just in general to cut this short because i realize we're short on time uh sister uh wincest right there all right we have time for one final question from dust cool all right as a member <laughs> of the starlight fixes everything phenomenon are you enjoying the process of this collaboration yes absolutely and this, this is a story i was gonna do at BronyCon where i was gonna just take a bunch of people and close the sofas and be like here's a writing prompt starlight fixes everything here's a random episode number Starlight fixes everything for this season, and I had no, numbered one through twenty-six, and I was going to do as many seasons as I get through, uh, you know, before we ran out of time or people started leaving. And I was just going to take all these handwritten uh, prompts signed by these different authors and uh, uh, um, uh, transcribe it, and then uh, you know, give everybody credit where credit was due. Uh, and but then I, I didn't have the opportunity to do it. I didn't have enough people there or the chance to do it. And so I said, all right, well, that's fine. I get back on fin fiction. I said, here is my group. Join it. Do it. Starlight fixes everything. It's a great group. We're only like halfway through the series. Please join it. If you guys want to write about an episode where Starlight Glimmer fixes everything with time travel, join the group. Starlight fixes everything. Write a chapter. And we're only on chapter five, uh, season five. And um then you can write about how Starlight fixes everything in 30 seconds or less, or the pizza is free. <laughs> and 
that's the entire premise. So please check out the group. It's fun and everyone has a chance to write whatever you want. New members get a preference uh, to, to writing episodes. So when, when I go to do season five, whoever is the newest members will get to have the first dibs of writing episodes. And I'm looking forward to getting it all done. And once Starlight Glimmer is done fixing everything for the entire series, I'm going to do it again with a different character and you will definitely like who it is. So it's worth sticking around. Even if the entire series is over, please join the group. Starlight fixes everything. That's a pretty good fucking plug, my dude. And it's a good place for us to say, we've run out of time. Thank you all for watching this edition of the Barcast. Uh, we shared it to in next week, or she's just crushed it and prepare again. It's okay. Well, you also have to say, hey, um, Shakes. Yeah, Shakes. If someone wants to get in touch with you or ask more questions. Alex, do the thing. Anyway. What's the best way for them to reach you? Uh, you can either contact me on Fin Fiction uh, as Shakespeare Cles. Um, that would be the best way to do it. I'm barely on Discord, so it really is the best uh, way to do it is to send me a personal message on Fin Fiction or to just join the group. Starlight fixes everything. I'm on there every day, uh, collating all the stories. So there you go. That do that too. And right, be sure to tune in next week on. The barcast when we have plot fix in the comments. Ooh, We're pulling fan, out the veil. The private person is going to be asked questions about his dick sizes. It's true. We're going to do that. Oh my god! Stop. So until next time, everyone. It has been a non-pencil, enigmatic otaku. I. McDonald's. Flamin' Warfer. Yeah, yes, man. Fuck. Milk the push to talk verb. <laughs> yes. Ravage. I promise I'm not holding my dick. And the glorious Shakespeare, please. I already played my outro um, preemptively, so uh, yeah. You were, you were a little premature there? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> My name's Flutter Priest. Oh, God. There you go. There you go. Is that it's a, a fucking dance party. Play that music. Bring it loud. Thank you for watching. See you next week. Bye-bye. Jesus fucking Christ, guys. Oh, my God.